Welcome to Ask Cadence, ladies and gentlemen, the Project Management Podcast. My name is Pete Wright, and I am sitting here once again with John Patton. John, welcome back. Uh, Good morning, Pete. Good to see you. And as I'm looking out the window, I'm so happy to see some sunlight in Oregon. It has been a dreary winter and spring. And long, oh, long. It's, it, is, uh, it is about time. I feel like we've earned this sunshine, really. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, we're talking about, uh, we're taking on a pretty serious issue yeah, today. This, this one's a, uh, one that really um, can really be felt in the hearts of the people on the team. Really, uh, it, this, this comes directly from a very recent uh, uh, project, you know, we, we usually sit down and we read the, the problem cards that come out of our out of our Cadence Project Management Seminar. And this problem card comes from from a, a key individual in a very recent class uh, that you taught. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the card reads as such. What happens when a key team member is in the hospital with no set return date scheduled? Is an unexpected diminished resource. The specialist is out sick. Stroke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so we're dealing here with what I would classify uh, as a devastating loss to the team. Mm-hmm. Would you share that? Yeah, um, and let's include in this one, Pete, uh, even a death on the team. Uh, both of these are traumas. Right. And uh, so, uh, one death is is you know, that that's sort of a thing that uh, is going to impact the team very hard when a person has a serious life-threatening illness then that brings uncertainty uh, to the team. And the project manager uh, in their leadership role is going to have to deal with these. Right. And so when you define sort of rehabilitation from a, a trauma, a devastating loss to the team, uh, how do you start thinking about rehabilitating a team? Where do you start helping a team rebuild and, and move on? Well, um, one is that you have to... Um, allow the team to do some grieving. Uh, it, there, there's a practical aspect of this and there's a human relationship aspect of this. Human beings do have a need to grieve uh, the absence of a person who's uh, very uh, seriously, uh, their life is threatened and you have to allow them to do that and, and give them some assurances. Um, uh, you don't know what the person's personal beliefs are, but what you want to do is uh, show some confidence and some willingness to support. So there is an announcement to the team as a whole, and then there is an offer, I'm willing to talk to anybody one-on-one about uh, where we go from here. Now I'm going to spend uh, the rest of the day looking at options. It's going to take us um, you know, uh, three to four days before we find out how bad this stroke really is. Or uh, if it's a heart attack, for example, if there is any permanent damage uh, from the heart attack. But let's understand that the priority, and then name the individual of so-and-so, uh, is recovery at this point in time. We don't want them thinking about work. We don't want them worrying about work. Um, now, by the way, a parenthesis here, Pete, we know that a person who is achievement-oriented will be doing that, and they'll be worrying. Right, so, no matter what you do. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Th- there's an individual aspect sure. that we have to address, too. But you've asked uh, about the team. Right. Uh, so uh, let's be thinking about what the options are and alternatives are available to us because we know that person X is not going to be available to us for quite a while here. There may be uh, quite a recovery period, and they need to be able to focus on their therapy or rehabilitation. So at at, at maximum, we could 
uh, count on maybe uh, a half a day, but that's going to be two, three months into the future. We, we just don't know. So then you, you go uh, down the, the, the same path uh, in terms of replacing the person, the practical aspect of the project. Now it's a, now uh, it's a human resources issue. It's a, yeah, you're right, Pete. It, it's a human resources issue. And uh, you're going to, your ally is going to be the manager of that person who, uh, who loaned you uh, them and, and start to discuss alternatives with them. Uh, what can they do um, to give us additional resource, temporary resource uh, to bridge the gap? Now, Pete, so far we've talked about things like um, a stroke and a heart attack as, as our examples. And uh, those may be age-related and lifestyle-related, but I do want to make sure that we're including in this, you know, for the younger people who are listening, that it, it can be accidents uh, that take people away from work. Uh, so there's, a, you know, there's, there's no age group uh, that, is, that is immune uh, from the kind of thing which is going to pull them from the work environment. And that uh, any one of these can cause uh, some kind of trauma for the team. Let's um, let, let's focus for a second back on the team. Uh, teams have an identity, and when they're impacted, some teams will want to pull together and make up for that person's absence. And the project manager in that case uh, needs to have um, a discussion with them about their availability and their skill levels. You know, in some cases. Uh, it's going to be very clear that we need an additional resource. And in some cases, the team, the oh, team as it exists in this new reality, may not be capable of. They may feel overwhelmed. Right. So the the project manager's job is to understand this team and and get them what they need. If there's a sense of overwhelming, then it becomes very urgent to. Uh, perhaps you uh, discuss with the functional manager who lent you to the person going outside to get an, an expert and making sure that the project budget can pay for this expert who will just pick up things and, and keep them going, uh, particularly in the short term uh, until we can get a, a, a resource that can uh, stay with us for the rest of the project if, if that's what we're, uh, what we're facing. Um, let's re go ahead. Uh, well, Pete. one of the things that w that we know in terms of you know uh, r recuperating from a, a devastating sort of illness, a, a blow like that, personally, is that you you have to learn to trust your yourself. You have to learn to trust your body again. That that you are capable of doing the things that you were able to do before. After two three months, what is there a similar dynamic uh, at work in the team? Uh, the, the team, uh, the world of the team, uh, sort of learning to trust themselves and learning to rehabilitate after the loss of a, of a key individual? Well, it, um, that's one of those uh, it depends sorts of things. Um, the team is going to be torn. Uh, some, some people uh, have strong relationship needs and uh, they will want to make sure that the person who is now gone is okay. Uh, they're, they're going to care a lot about the people that are still there. Now, others have low relationship uh, needs, and their response to trauma is to work hard. So the, here the project manager is in this uh, human sort of role of addressing the people with relationship needs and addressing the people with the work needs according to their individual preferences. There, there are actually some people in an environment about this, uh, like this, saying, things like, let's get on with it. 
There's right. been enough of this uh, moaning and groaning, let's get on let's with get it. Let's get back to work. The project manager says, uh, takes them aside and says, now give them, a, give them a couple of days here and, and things will come around. And I, I think that you can set a great example by working really hard and showing that you're carrying the project forward. With the person, I really hear you, we really like them. You know, ha have the dialogue with the team as it suits the individual uh, on the team. Um, at the team level, uh, your, your question is, is there uh, a regression or a lack of confidence uh, with the team or trust sort of issue? Um, that's when the new member comes on. Okay, integrating that new member uh, becomes uh, very important because teams tend to regress to a previous uh, level of comfort with each other when a new member is added. That's, so that's the sort of interpersonal system shock. Yes. It, 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 Cog's ladder calls it bid for power. Sure. When a new person is integrated, there's a polite phase where they're being introduced and uh, don't and tell them everything you know, until we trust why, them. Why are we here? Well, uh, usually people are very trusting <laughs> in, okay. in the beginning. Uh, don't tell them everything. That's the bid for power. When the person starts to assert right. themselves, should we trust this person? Right. And after a trauma, they could be very hard on the new person because they're replacing somebody if that person was loved. You know, right. if the person was a difficult person, uh, I, I don't want to joke here, but there might be some pretty strong acceptance where you have a new opportunity uh, with a new person here. So the, the, the thing that I, that I want to emphasize here is that the situation is very fluid and it's going to pull on the project manager's human relationship skills, uh, social skills, understanding of behavioral profiles to restore this, this team to health. Now, uh, I, I want to talk about the individual level sure. because there may be some parallels back to the project team here. One of the biggest impacts uh, to a person that's uh, been through a, a, a trauma which may be life-threatening uh, is uh, that their confidence in what their body and mind can do is pretty much up in the air. And uh, those two things are addressed in the rehabilitation program. What can my mind now do? Uh, what can my body now do? Can I rebuild both of them? Is there a way? Is there hope? And uh, that's for the specialists uh, in the program. Um, as, as I think about this, um, there, there's not a direct parallel to the project team. Uh, it, is, it is more short-term, these sorts of things, because the the team still has varying degrees of health, but they're stable in wherever they are. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we, we want to get the, the productivity of the team back and the uh, camaraderie. Uh, it's just a sort of a, a, a final comment on that one. Um, teams have great resilience, Pete. Human beings have great resilience. And uh, they understand uh, when someone is, is taken from us temporarily or permanently um, that life does go on. And uh, there's this decision, well, we have to go forward. So uh, the, the trauma sequence, uh, shock, a little bit of anger and disbelief, how could this possibly happen to us at this critical point in the project, gradual acceptance of the facts, and then a desire uh, to pull things together and, and go forward. Or not. It's, a, it's a great topic, and I, I you know, it's, it, it's, it seems like it's always, uh, you know, we're always talking about these more serious issues when 
when they occur, uh, which, which may be akin to putting the stop sign up after the accident. And, and uh, in, in this case, it's, it's good to reflect on how the team deals with, with significant impacts. Thank you so much for sharing. Well, Pete, it's, it's, a, it's a pleasure as always to discuss the more difficult topics. Let's understand that there's a great deal of stress due to the economy in the workplace today. And we've got an aging population. Right. which says uh, there, there are going to be some impacts in, in people around you, uh, depending on the uh, demographics of your work environment. Well, it is, uh, I, I can only hope that we've given some additional insight to the, the uh, person who submitted this question. Again, if you have any questions or comments on the show, please write us, cadence at cadencemc.com. Uh, and uh, on behalf of uh, John Patton, thank you so much for joining us again, John. It's been great to catch up. Uh, it's a pleasure, Pete, as usual. My name is Pete Wright. You can catch us again next time on Ask Cadence, the project management podcast.